friend something better than chocolate ice cream. Maybe friend somebody you give up last cookie for. Cookie Monster. My name is Thandor, and I enjoy walking in the woods. I'm Fezzik, and I love wandering the world. And then if we find orcs, great, we'll get to yeah. Well, I am Corin, a gnome with anger issues who spontaneously bursts into other animal forms uh, when things annoy him. I play Stanton Hopperfield, who at this point is the Lifefoot Halfling Ranger. Time to go back to Waysloth with me, Dungeon Master Dave, Seth, Chris, George, and Rachel as we explore Leaders and Legacies, a real play 5e audio podcast. Our good friend Sanjay Patel is back with us for another week. Sanjay, thank you for joining us. How about a little introduction? Sanjay Patel, uh, I am Scoutmaster for Troop 1371. Let's see if you can finally get Cherik free of those magic bonds that are making it very difficult for him to do anything. Good luck, Sanjay. The thing about being an optimistic pessimist is you can look forward to feeling bad. Speaking of opportunities, here's Adam to tell you all about his podcast, Snyder's Return. Snyder's Return is a tabletop role-playing game interviews and actual play podcast. We interview content creators, Twitch streamers, and fellow podcasters, and we put out our own actual play using a variety of different systems. So come and join us, come and have a listen. You can find us on Twitter at Return Snyder. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, or check out our website at www.snidersreturn.squarespace.com. And now it's time to head back to Wesloth. Let's join the party. Sanjay, you uh, find yourself still in the grips of this amazingly powerful Azamar magic user. You feel compelled to help, even though you no longer wish to do so. You are starting to weaken and tire because of all of the magical energy that he has been using you as a conduit. Seems to have some sort of artifact that he is draining all of this magic power into. Let's start off with a uh, wisdom check roll to see if you can escape his uh, his uh, hold person on you. Oh, nice. One. Once again, you find yourself just continuing to have this power siphon through you. You feel like a filter for a water filter pitcher. <laughs> so all the magic that's coming out of you is a lot purer than what's going in. <laughs> You're being held so you can't even turn around to look to see if Marcus has been able to free himself from the grip. Not looking good for you with that one. <laughs> so. So we flip back to uh, where you all were resting. I assume you probably uh, found either a household to pull up in or went back. You know, I guess the mother and the children had gone back into hiding, so their house would be empty. Well, we were, you know, say, well, again, we, we stayed on we effectively their house at the bottom of that cul-de-sac, and basically that was the firing zone. And once we cleared it out, we went back to go check on them, even though they know they were hiding, but it gave us... You know, this, the only and safest hidey hole near us to go take our short rest. And that's where we, that's I assume where we left off. Yep. So you guys were resting. Um, Fezzik, uh, you know, you were, uh, you know, resting with the group. So you, you haven't missed much play. We ch- chatted for a little bit. Awesome. So. Did we ever search that thing? Um, no, in fact, I think you had wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can if you'd like to. 
I would like to lead the party. It's a great idea. Go ahead. All right. Yeah. Roll an investigation roll if you'd like. Incoming. Oh. 19. Yeah. 19. Yeah. So it, you thoroughly search this creature. Um, I'm assuming, are you going to reach down into its guts to see, you know, what it may have had <laughs> inside it? Yeah, not autopsy style. Yeah. So just the outside. Yes. You, yeah, you're fairly sure this thing does not have any way of holding objects. It, it looks like a undead creature that uh, was brought out of the depths. And, you know, so there's no pockets, no demon backpack, nothing like that. Uh, but I see to remember that you, one of the points you described in our last session was how much it looked like the creature that, you know, attacked, attacked us out at the sheep farm. So effectively it's a, yeah, is a giant, is it effectively is a giant, giant skeleton cage with whatever was inside being somehow magically masticated or destroyed. So there's not much to hide. Yeah, no, yeah, but basically what, you know, it seems like what goes in comes out zombie. Hey, that really doesn't sound pleasant. <laughs> now, is there any? Now, are that being said, is there anything in there that we need to deal with? If you'd like to search inside, you yeah, you can investigate inside. It, but you know, you sent in three kobolds to the storeroom. Two of them came out as zombies, and Kronk, you heard running away, <laughs> screaming, "We're all gonna die." So, as far as you know, there was nobody else for it to consume. And it's been long enough that you're waiting that if there was something else inside, it probably would have crawled out. Because if you remember, the one you battled on your farm, farmhand came out almost immediately. I guess in the sake of being thorough, I'm going to pull some oil out. I'm going to light a torch and we're going to burn this carcass. I can save you the oil, create bonfire, just roast. <laughs> thank, thank you. Wait a minute, someone wants fire? I can handle that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so in an epic fantasy, Kenny Rogers roasters moment, yeah, just sizzle this thing, you know, and you can keep holding concentration on it until it kind of sizzles away. And, you know, it's nothing but a pile of ash so that you know it's not going to return on you as, as, as sometimes undead things are known to do. Exactly. Yep. It is flambéed. So uh, where would you like to head now? <laughs> or what would you like to do? I guess you don't have to go anywhere if you'd like to. Just... I want to do a perception check to see if I can, like, how accurately I can feel the uh, corruption in the area. Okay. Oh. Yeah, and actually one of the things I noticed listening to the podcast is we discovered, I believe it was in the episode with the with the giant, a couple of you can identify when fiends and other nasties are around. You have primeval awareness. I believe that is our hunter folk. Yeah, I think I think both, both rangers had it. Yeah. I think that is me, amongst other things. Yes, it yeah, is. I Yes, okay. Although mountains are, aren't necessarily your favorite territory. Although it might be for you, but <laughs> you're a little higher level than Rachel. One one mile is still a pretty good distance. Yeah, especially underground. All right, well, let's give it a... 
Is that going to show up on, on D20? Let's take a look. It might. It should be in your feats and, uh, you know, skills, I think. Yeah, that... It's listed as an action, but it doesn't actually give you a way to roll it. Uh, as an action, you expend. All right, as an action, you expend one ranger spell slot, one minute per level spell slot. Spend any with with it. So I guess I have to use a ranger spell slot. All right. So. Oh, yeah. Let's actually we'll let George finish that, and then Seth, we'll go back to you. I know you want to do some magic things. <laughs> oh no, no, I was trying to just see if I could sense like where the evil around me was going and clearly corn is ex too exhausted from the battling because i crit failed that one big time <laughs> wow okay yep yeah uh, it seems to be the way of things tonight yeah it's a rough start that much is certain okay uh all right so I, oh all right there i do have i do have slots left all right so yeah, and actually, you know, I, well, I guess you're a ranger. Yeah, you might not re actually recover yours till later. I don't. No, I, just, I need a full rest to recover them, but I have, I have all my first level slots, so I'm good. Um, so I will, I will, I guess, click to expend the one slot for primeval awareness, and that's all it tells me I do. So I assume that, bing, all would be revealed. All right. So yeah, you do sense celestials. <laughs> or at least a celestial. And again, I think it didn't give me direction, right? No, just the location, which would give me a direction. So I assume then I don't have that. All right, I use primeval awareness. I'm writing, making my notes. Well, we're we're here to trap or chase down Talgon and Marcus. So you want me to track them? Who's that a question to? <laughs> I assume it's not me. The group, the group, like Sandor, Fezzik. No, I yes. Let's. Okay. Uh, I will burn my first wild shape and go into a wolf form, and then I am going to try and track Talgon. Describe to us what you use to get Talgon sent, because you would have um, some some things that. Uh... <laughs> well, uh, I got the boomerang on me. Um, yeah, yeah. So okay. So you're gonna sniff that. <laughs> yep. I'll just leave the boomerang out since I still don't really even know what to do with it. Um, I will give it a good good sniff and uh, two, 21 to chase him down. Yep, yep. So, yeah, you can start sniffing around. And uh, I guess roll a survival check to see if you find the trail. 23. 23. All right. Yes. Yeah. After yeah, probably five or seven minutes, you kind of strike on like, a, you know, this is definitely the way he, he came. Um, you smell a couple other scents, uh, one of which you, you know, kind of recognize, possibly being Marcus. You know, the other one smells just vaguely koboldish. All right, so I'm going to do my whole like German pointer routine with the one front leg up and the nose pointed straight in the direction and the tail straight out. Just doing this in the dark by yourself, no other, no watchers. I'm assuming one of you guys is watching me because none of you speak like dog. <laughs> I, I, no, I'm trying to figure out what to say. I think he wants us to go that way. And so we shall. Let's go. Now, uh, Corin, you know, is leading you through the streets. I guess he's kind of focusing on the surroundings and keeping the, you know, the, the, the tracking the scent. Anybody who wants to can roll perception to see what they're seeing as they go by. I can roll a 22 for the first look around. I got a 24. 
19. We're very perceptive tonight. As you would suspect, the, the village seems to be empty. It, you know, you know that most of the folks abandon the town, but you notice that there are signs that some people besides the family you didn't, um, that you've already met, didn't leave. So that, uh, you know, you're not without possible help <laughs> in an emergency here, but that whoever's here is, is probably hiding, waiting for the all clear to come out. Okay. I'm kind of curious, how big is a timber wolf compared to a kobold? I guess they're pretty close to the same size. Yeah, I'm doubtful that they would come like willingly out to our group if there's a giant dog right there that looks like it'd eat them. <laughs> My kobold, yeah, Mr. Basura, is two foot two. <laughs> a humanoid. Okay. So, yeah, yep, yep, helps, no. <laughs> helps you. He's very, but he's a very short kobold. <laughs> so. Fair enough. Um, just to give you some context. So yeah, you keep moving your way down, and, it, and you can see that the, as you follow on the map, who has the, who has the map? I think. Thandor. Uh, Thandor has it because Thandor and I were using it to find the uh, warehouse, the rooms, the warehouse. I I have the map. So yeah, you know, Thandor, as you you know kind of follow the path that you're taking, you see that this is taking you kind of down towards the the temple slash dragon's lair. Um, and that, you know, you should be, you know, if, if you're tracking correctly, um, which actually roll real kind of a performance check real quick to see how you're doing handling the map. A two. Okay, so you, you've torn the map in half and you can't quite tell which half goes with, what, with which, which half. But, you know, you, you, do, you do feel like this feels, you know, like what from what you remember, <laughs> it feels like you're on the right path. Anybody have mending as a cantrip, perhaps? Thandor, give me that. I'm not very good with maps. I successfully put the map back together with a 22. <laughs> and figure out where we are. Thank you, Fezix. All right, yay. All right, very good. Yeah, so if you'd like to check again, Thandor, you can uh, check to see see if you can. Maybe some of you that use maps should probably use this. Give it to Fezic. Take the map. Thank you, Fezic. Okay, so yeah, while you're looking at the map, you know, Sanjay, we suddenly find the, the camera shifts back over to you. You are, you're tiring even more. Roll a constitution save for me. See how this power is affecting you. I hit double figures. Ten. Ten. So, yeah. So, uh, un unfortunately, you take an additional six points of damage. Sheesh. Been draining you. And in fact, uh, I think, you know, uh, what what's your full hit points? Full is 37. Okay, 37. So yeah, take away another 10 for the hour or so that, you know, we've been doing this where I didn't make you take checks, but you know, you've been taking some damage all along. Um, so yeah, I think that still puts you in the 20s. So you're not near <laughs> death, but it's not good for you to stay this way forever. <laughs> so you're getting a little bit concerned. So yeah, if you want now, go ahead and make your wisdom saving throw to see if you can overcome the hold person power on you 20 all right so describe you feel this power kind of pulsing through you you all of a sudden realize like i think i can move um describe you know what you're going to do and you know like or, or are you going to try to wait this dude out um and then you know move on him when you know how are you going to handle this newly you know this new lease on freedom uh well i'm looking around to see the quickest way out of here uh <laughs> 
you know that it's directly back behind you, that, you know, that there's many, many caves that head off in different directions. If you were a dragon, you could fly up out kind of the dragon entrance. Um, but, you know, you're only a small kobold sorcerer. So, um, you, uh, yeah, your, your best bet is to get back out past Marcus and go get help back up uh, at the surface. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to back out, get past him. Okay, so yeah, just know that when you move, your your good, your good buddy Talgon is gonna know that he's lost control over you. Yeah, describe to us your, your rush for freedom. Starts with a fireball, and <laughs> and actually, you know, Sanjay, just so that, so that you know, um, we're doing this. Let's roll. You and I roll initiative to see, you know, how Talgon does against whatever your moves, and I'll let you have a surprise round on him. Come on, you can do um, it. So yeah, whatever you roll. You know, you get to go once before he, he goes. Initiative is 17. 17 for... Cheer off. Oh, God. All right. So, you know, you get to go first both rounds because he, he's a little slower. <laughs> so, uh, g- give us your surprise round. Uh, I think I will go ahead and do the fireball. You're going to do a fireball. <laughs> All right. So, just kind of blast it out in front of you and, and him, I guess, you know, keeping yourself outside of the fireball. All right, um, let's see. I need to roll a dexterity saving throw. Talgon is going to make a save. All right, now you catch him full on with surprise because he rolled very poorly yeah, with a total of nine. So um, roll me some fireball damage, Sanjay. 22. 22? Okay. So, you know, you see him react by kind of just eyes go wide. He is in all of his stuff for suddenly on fire. He's screaming for a second and he's like, you know, I've lost control. You can see him kind of trying to very quickly think on his feet. You now have, you know, since you had a surprise round on him, um, you can, you know, it's your turn to go in the initial round. <laughs> what are you going to do to follow up your fireball? Yeah, when the fireball starts to fade, you see that while you've done damage to him, he's still in decent shape. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm running. Okay, so you're gonna head head out out the door. Yeah. Uh, roll me up. So just a dexterity check. Yeah, because it's a, it's a semi rocky floor, and do so at advantage because you know you just surprised him with a fireball. Uh, yeah, it's um, that's twenty something, right? Unless <laughs> it's a two. Um, so yeah, you you're able to make it to the door. Do you look back at all before you go through the door? Or? No, I'm just going. <laughs> <laughs> you're just booking it up the tunnel okay so you know you've you've got a few minutes of running up this tunnel because that you know the, the village doesn't have direct access to the, the dragon's lair and temple that they have to come down here with purpose because it's it's a bit of a hike so we flip back as sanjay disappears into the darkness and uh the rest of you are working your way down the streets i guess fezzik did you uh, ever get a control of the map yes yes i've got the map yeah, roll performance to see how well you do in locating where you are on the map. 17. Well, you should, when you reach the end of this block, there's a tunnel that you'll be going down. And that seems to be exactly the direction that Corrin is leading you. So that his path is not different than where you were already trying to head. So good progress towards both goals now. That's great. All right. Keep going. All right, so um, what's the marching order? It's going to narrow down into when you get to the, the, the entrance of it, you see it kind of narrows down so that you'll have to travel one person at a time. Who's going to be our leader? Is it, is it going to be our wolf? <laughs> yes, Corrin's up front, I think, followed by me. Okay. 
And then I'll go right behind Fezzik. All right. And Mandor, you got the boot to the rear. He's the healer. Let him. <laughs> All right. As as you start to enter this passageway, everybody roll perception. And you know, I guess Sanjay, at this point, let us know what is your character doing as he runs? Is he trying to be stealthy and silent? Is he you know, screaming in panic? Uh, he's not screaming, but he's not exactly silent. He's just running. So yeah, lots of heavy panting, and you know you're not you're not gonna stop to catch your breath. You're gonna keep running just to get to safety ASAP, right? I got a twelve. Twenty-one for Fezzik. Good, 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 good. Yeah, thirteen with my modifier. Okay, yeah. So yeah, twelve with mine. All right, yeah. You know, even you know, Fezzik. What did you say yours was? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. 21. So with that, you hear what sounds like an echoing grunt come up, but it's in the you know, the dark, hard to tell distance. So you don't know what that means, if anything. Oh. Corin, did you hear that? Stop a second. Did you hear it? Now that I'm listening carefully, apparently I'm a very deaf dog. Yeah, no, he's, he's so into smelling the smells, <laughs> missing the sounds. There we go. Yeah, actually... So 17 plus three is the 20. Because with for hearing and scent, I have advantage. Gotcha. Okay, yep. So yeah, you hear it too. It, it sounds to you like somebody is coming up the tunnel and that it's echoing um, up towards you. you could... uh, I start growling in the direction of the, uh, of the sound. What do you hear? What do you hear while we stop? I heard, I heard like a grunt, so maybe something's coming. I think it's another devourer. We should be prepared to fight. Well, then I'm gonna knock an arrow. We're not gonna set a fireball. There's not a whole lot of room in this tunnel. Yeah. All right, Sanjay, roll perception. Yeah, as you run. Nine. Nine. Okay. Yeah, you don't hear anything. You keep running. <laughs> if you choose to, it's you know, if at any point you would like to stop and rest, just let me know. Uh, you've got your arrow knocked, Stanton. Um, how would you all like to proceed? We should proceed carefully. Uh, this is the direction we need to go. It's clearly, you know, we have this, we have the scent, and this is the direction of map, but let's be careful out there. So I will continue to creep down, like hunched over, ready to strike. I'm going to move, like, up against the wall and walk on the wall as close as I can. I know there's not a lot of room, I know, but it's better getting run over in the middle. No, but she, if she's hugging the wall and I'm still behind her, we still, both of us should, should be able to clear our our uh, our furry friend on point so we will, we'll be okay yeah i'm gonna pull my longbow so like if i go right you go left yeah giving stanton a clear shot though <laughs> yeah because and you've got you know as you get you are you are taller than i am so we've, we've got we've got a zone you know we're good i don't think i'm a whole lot taller than you yeah because you're a gnome right <laughs> right i'm a gnome oh then i'm much <laughs> whatever well we're dialed in. We're good. Let's keep going. So yeah, you continue down. I guess you know after another couple minutes, everybody roll perception again. Nineteen. Do we want to try to start to be stealthy, maybe? Twenty-seven. Nice. That's it. Twenty-three. Twenty-six. Yeah, we've we've got it. Rachel has a valid question. Do you guys want to start to try to be stealthy as well? I start now. Well, I mean, I'm I'm padding silently, ready to pounce on whatever pops around. So, I don't know. If we're going to be stealthy. I think we'll be quiet. Corin, does your wolf have dark vision? Mm, no. Or is he going off of the torchlight from uh, Stanton's torch? He's going off of scent and torchlight. 
And Stanton, you still have your torch going, right? Well, I have fire arrows going. So oh, I yeah. Have a, I have a lit arrow. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, you have a light source then. Yes. That's good. All right. So, yeah, with all of those, you know, you hear what sounds like heavy breathing you know, moving up the tunnel towards you. Um, in fact, you know, Thandor, you know, you, uh, I think, think that it's close enough that you would probably signal everyone um, that it's close. Everyone, get ready. Devourer is coming. Maybe we should just all stop. All right, our cobalt friend who is running, you know, up the tunnel, please, I guess, roll a perception check of your own. So I'm going to ready an action moment. Whatever it is comes in line of sight. Um, I would like to, where is it? Um, I would like to pounce on it and bite. Um, it's not really a cat pounce, but all, essentially what I want to do is just grab its ankle and the creature, if it if target is a creature, it must succeed a DC 13 saving throw or be knocked prone. All right, so Cherrick, you rolled a five, so you're just gonna keep barreling up the uh, tunnel, I assume. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, yeah Cherik, yeah, tell us, I guess, yeah, as you're running forward, yeah, tell us the thoughts that are going through your head. Get away. <laughs> I, Just I get am, away. I am so sorry, dude. <laughs> Corin, you see the, this figure, you know, come up the tunnel at you. Yeah, it's running full speed at you. Um, uh, what would you like to do? I, I, I'm going to do what Corin would do. He doesn't know any better. He is going to spring and try to take it down he realizes it's not a devourer but he doesn't know what it is so he's the front line at first line of defense so he's going to all right yeah roll your pounce <laughs> i'm sorry um oh jesus uh that is a 23 yeah so you know i guess uh, tell us uh, how you land on jerick so I kind of, I land in front of him enough so that he like kind of stops startled. And then I just grab hold of his left leg and yank it out from underneath of him and up so that he goes face first into the dirt. And I'm kind of standing over him holding his leg. And then my two front paws are holding his shoulders down. Okay, so Jared, give us a dexterity saving throw. Roll the what, I'm sorry. Oh no, he gets—he does get a DC 13 strength save to see if he can. Okay, yeah, do the strength save first, and then, you know, if you don't make that save, then you know, we'll have to do the next one as well. 13, just just made it. That's <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. So then I'm essentially I'm just holding on to his leg as he's yeah, trying so, to shake. You, know, you suddenly find yourself clutched by a wolf. By the light of the fire arrow, I look and re- I look and see what what, a, what a, our, our furry friend has got grabbed his mouth, and I said. That's not a devourer. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, you now have th- this party of people, two of them with flame arrows, or at least one of them with flame arrows. Wolf biting your leg. Um, did he take any damage from that, yeah, Seth? Yeah, he took eight damage. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> so, uh, all right, so Cherokee, you, you just, yeah, this wolf bit you, you know, didn't, you know, didn't do you any favors after all the time you spent with your uh, you know, captor friend. Um, how, how would you like to react? And if you would like to, we can also roll initiative as well. If, if, if... I wouldn't blame you at all. <laughs> you have a backup character rolled up already? Roll a what? I'm sorry. Roll initiative to go into combat if you want to fight these people. Because <laughs> so, you just did get bit by their wolf. 
Well, as far as I know, that's probably what I need to do. So I'm gonna... <laughs> All right, let's let's roll initiative then, everybody. Nice. I got. Continue with the awesome roll. Although, yeah, for once I actually don't have I don't have a pony in the fight. So, Cherik, what'd you get? Four. Hey, how did you get a thirty-four in initiative? Who me? Yeah. No, I. No, I got a nineteen. I have it at advantage, so it rolls two dice at one time. Oh. <laughs> I got a 19 also. 20. 20 for Fezzik. Fezzik got a 20. Sandor and Corin both got 19s. Seven. All right. Who has the higher decks, Corin or Sandor? I'm going to guess me with a plus three. Okay. Yep. So I will make you two. Fezzik, what would you like to do? You know, you, you see your wolf buddy chomping on this, uh, you know, what probably looks to be now like a kobold. Charm person. Um, what save does he need to make? He needs to make a, uh, a charisma saving throw. Is that? Uh, wisdom. Wisdom. Okay. And because we're attacking him, he gets it at advantage. Okay. Wisdom 14. Uh, oh, I, yeah. Sanji, that's you. That's not me. I love it. You get to do it to do advantage. So roll twice to see if it's higher. Come on, fail it. <laughs> Counting on this. Yes. Go to work. Four. All right. All right. So, yeah, you've charmed, I guess. Yeah, this this person, which yeah, you would recognize this. Um, well, I guess you were being held before. Um, so yeah, this it, it, this is a very similar and familiar type of magic. Yeah, not necessarily the same thing that was used on you below, but you may not be happy about it. So, Fezzik, uh, yeah, now that you've you felt this lock into place, um, yeah, well, uh, what would you like to do with the rest of your turn? So stay where you are, Corin. Get off of him. Let's see who he is before we attack him. He looks a little on the beat up side. Corn actually that uh, you know, perfectly leads to your turn. Well, I, I, I'm used to Fezzik putting me in check, so I let go and back off. Um, I will ready an action though to attack should anything hostile come up. Alrighty. Uh, Thandor, what would you like to do? Thandor is looking at this creature to figure out if it's a devourer or what it is. Um, yeah, if you want roll perception. 13. So with a 13, this particular kobold that you see in you know, kind of the, the low, you know, the low light of their fire arrows looks particularly like the the kobold you last saw. Kronk, I believe was his name, that you, know, you would think that this kobold is probably related to Kronk somehow. Do you know Kronk? Roll, roll um, history um, for Cherik if you'd like. Eight. Okay, so yeah, with an eight, you, you probably know a couple of, of them. Sanjay, yeah, if you want, you ask a question differentiating the two or or, or more Kronks. Uh, I know a few Kronks. You look like, you look like Kronk. Yeah, Sanjay, if you want, you can roll another history check. Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, you you know you know you have a relative named Kronk. I'll let you figure out what their relationship is to you because you would know from their family history. Yeah, in fact, you know that this particular you know Cobalt does look a lot like you. In fact, you've been told that you look like brothers at times. Um, so um, you're from separate letters, but you look like brothers. My third cousin on my uh, mom's side. You must have seen him. Why are you down here? If you want, roll a history check, and I'll I'll, I'll tell you how much you remember of what I told you. Okay. It could be you remember nothing as you've had such a traumatic t- PTSD ex- experience. Twelve, is it? Twelve. So yeah, you remember enough about, you know, you and Marcus came down here to investigate why 
um, all the kobolds had been kicked out of the village and yeah, that the, the dragon had wanted um, everyone to stay away from the temple. Um, you know, you, you didn't like the answers that the elders of the community gave you. And as, as a sorcerer, you, you know, um, had talked Marcus into accompanying you down. You know, he had come across your group, gotten on friendly terms with him. And you, 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 you know, it sounded like his mission, you know, may have something to do with what's happening to his village. And the two of you came down to investigate what was happening in the temple. And then I tell him about how I was, uh, essentially turned into a conduit for magic. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. It is. It, 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 give give us some 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 details emotionally. How did you feel about that? And um, yeah, you know, what were your impressions of the the, you know, the the creature or person that was doing this to you? Well, uh, essentially, this guy did, took took me over and was using me to uh, to channel magic, and I, I I just barely got away, and that's why I was running uh, without noticing what was in front of me. That's when I ran to you guys. Friend, that is not the question I asked. The question I ask is, what are you doing down here? I was uh, trying to see what was going on with my village down here when I was taking Your village is down here? Uh, you, you've come through my village. I was going to see what was uh, going on with the temple. You were in the temple. That's where we are going. The shaggy dog wants us to go that way to find somebody. There's a big bat. Yeah, and you would, you would be able to describe who they know as Talgon, you know, this uh, Azamar that uh, you know, tends to glow a little bit in the dark and, as you know, commands a great deal of power. Very familiar and sound exactly, you know, with the exception of Stanton, you've never met Talgon before, so you'd, you know, but you'd at least recognize that this is, the, you know, similar to the description of who they described meeting in Vatula's temple. Well, staying with the initiative then, it would be my, my turn next. Uh, yep. Do we do we do we pull back to take care of him, or do we press on, trying to have to fix our friend here along the way? Is he hurt? He looks like he is. Uh, Thor just Thor just took a big bite of his arm. I'd call that hurt. It's it's unneighborly at the very least. Corn will, Corn will now sit there, lower his head, and start whimpering. <laughs> no, 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 no. I go over. I, I pet Corn. I pet him on the head. You did, you did the right thing, but right now we need to take care of this guy. All right, so. What, can he just not go back to his house and take care of himself? Aguirre, you saw that village, it's a hot mess. It's like next to nobody there. And he does know what we're about to go head into. I mean, I, I, I think we'd all benefit from that intelligence, whether, whether he feels up to taking a step, you know, going with us or not, it's really up to him. Go with us, go with us. It beats having an orc as a as somebody to help us out. Uh, I sort of bring up the fact that Marcus is still back there. You know Marcus? That's Fezix and my friend. And the shaggy dogs too. Uh, no, he's wrong. He's wrong. Not my friend. Yeah, uh, but you know, Cherik, you, you would know him to be a friend here because he was the one that was accompany, yeah, was brave enough to accompany when no one else would down into the temple. I, I, I was going to take a look at the temple and Marcus was the only guy that would help me go. Unfortunately. Where, where is Marcus now? He's in the temple. Is he hurt? Yes. Uh, then we gotta go. Can you lead us there? Yes, I can lead you there. I, I can make you feel better. I can cast some spells on you.
breathe. Just wanted to take the opportunity today to say how thankful I am for all of the scouters in my life. They make me a better person by making me actually do the things that I should be doing, like volunteer to help other people out, or go camping, get some physical exercise. You know, all those good things in life. Spend time with family. So I hope you're actually doing that here in the United States if you're celebrating Thanksgiving. And for those of you around the world, I hope you are having a great Thursday. Gobble, 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 gobble. Peters and Legacies is a 5e real play podcast. You're not affiliated with the Boy Scouts of America or Wizards of the Coast. Opinions expressed here are solely our own. Music and sound effects are licensed from soundstripe.com. Images are licensed from shutterstock.com. Logo art by Katherine Evans. If you would like to support us, we would love to have you visit us at leadersandlegacy.com or follow us on Twitter at Leaders and Legacy. We would absolutely love for you to leave us a five-star rating on your favorite podcatching service, such as Apple, Spotify, or Stitcher. Um, you also may support us by joining in and getting yourself a nice Leaders and Legacies hoodie in our fundraising campaign where we're raising money to support others in the D&D RPG community by purchasing art and other things from members of our growing community. And never forget to remember... There's a reason why games like to start in taverns. It hurts less. 